Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You listen to Green, Green. you might turn red. red. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a douche, another runner in the night. The answer is Kim Campbell. The answer is Kim Campbell. Kim Campbell. Kim Campbell. Uh, later on today, she's a huge name in Canada, a huge name internationally. Haley Wickenheiser will be joining us. Great hockey player. Played with uh, and dominated in men's teams. And uh, Haley's going to be on with uh, Mike Lake, Conservative Member of Parliament in Edmonton, and Mike has a 21-year-old autistic son. Mike's been on the air with us before. And uh, we're going to play again uh, an exchange between MP Lake and Prime Minister Trudeau about funding for autistic uh, efforts in this country. That's coming up a little later, and Haley Wickenheiser will be on, and she stands firmly with, uh, with Mike Lake, rightly so. The issue, though, and we're going to continue uh, for this half hour, and then tomorrow we'll have more on this issue of chronic pain patients and the horrors they face. Dawn Ray Downton will be one of the people who will be joining me from uh, Nova Scotia, and she wrote a column for the Globe and Mail just a few days ago, and you have to hear what she wrote. In fact, you can uh, I, I tweeted a link at the Roy Green Show. You can read the column. And if you need something to really, really make up your mind for you about where the need is and, and who is being treated fairly and who isn't, Dawn Ray's column will do that for you, I, I know. Catherine was on the air with us last week after I spoke with uh, the minister, young woman, 42 years of age, who um, has thought about suicide many times because her, her, med, her meds were cut arbitrarily by a doctor she hasn't even seen. Her family doctor was consulting with, a, with another doctor in Toronto, senior doctor, who told her family doctor, well, you just cut her off, this particular type of med. This doctor never saw Catherine, never spoke with her. He just cut her off. Via long distance from Toronto, there's health care for you. And Morgan will be with us as well. She's 38 years of age. And she told us that if... You may remember this, that if her opioids are cut, she has she's tried every other um, opportunity or, or availability that the federal government talks about. She's tried them all. 
The only thing that works for her is her opioids. And she said, if she's cut off, she'll have two choices. One is to commit suicide, and the other is to go to a street dealer. Either way, the government wins. It is so frustrating. Barry Ulmer is the executive director of the Chronic Pain Association of Canada, and he joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Barry, it's good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, Roy. So you uh, you heard the interview with the minister, didn't you? I did indeed. So your impression of that interview was what? Uh, I think you did an excellent job bringing the points out, Ray, uh, Roy, and uh, uh, I think it's a tragic that uh, she wasn't really listening, I don't think, so I hope uh, maybe over time she'll she'll get it. So what you heard from the minister didn't surprise you. It's it's the rote answers, trying not to get themselves into trouble, trying to f- maintain the focus on the numbers of people who are dying, but not pointing out who actually is dying, and that's the drug addict vis-a-vis the opioid patient who in the main, and tell me if I'm wrong, who in the main is living by the rules of the agreement that that patient makes with a doctor and finds relief from the opioids. Fair statement? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh Pain, people in pain who are who are using medication, they're they're following all the rules. They're doing all the right things, and uh, uh, listening to their doctors and and doing all those things. Yet they're the ones that are really be, being penalized over this whole thing. Uh, they're they're being lumped in with uh, with the addict, uh, and of course it's it's a tragedy with with what's going on in in that population, and, and uh, something should be done about it. But but the, the chronic pain patient. Um, uh, Roy, it's 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 criminal, really, what what they're being put through and and how their lives are are changing. Uh, it's it's just not right. Give us an example that you know of, Barry. Well, yes, yeah, uh, several people. You know, they, they they've gone into their doctors basically, and they've uh, uh, they've been told now because of of these new uh, uh, convoluted guidelines, basically, that they're they're going to be cut down. They're going to be tapered off their medication. And most of these people have followed all the rules over the last 15, 20, 25 years. They're on the same dosage. They're living a life that, that most of us like would like to live, like they're able to get up in the morning and and uh, and, and, and go to work with some of them. Uh, others, uh, you know, they, they're actually able to take their grandchildren to school and those things. Now now this is all going to change. Have one fellow where his, his medications, he was told uh, uh, directly by a doctor, he'd never seen, much like your example, uh, that he has to get off of his medication, and they're tapering him down, and now he's uh, uh, he's back in bed where he was. He can't do the things with his family and that sort of stuff. It's 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 tragic. I mean, if you want to look at epidemics, I think look at the chronic pain population, and you'll see a real epidemic, not not one that's that's made up. Um, I received this email from uh, from Marty. I've had two back surgeries, decompression, original diagnosis, lateral spinal stenosis. Over 10 years ago, I was taken off morphine and put on the Cadillac of painkiller, fentanyl. My pain was at a level where I was able to function relatively normally. Over a month ago, my doctor informed me the College of Physicians informed him that the amount of fentanyl I was receiving was too high. This is being compared to a safe level of 90 milligrams or micrograms of morphine. I now live with considerably more pain to a point where I can do very little. Saturday afternoon, my wife and I listened to your talk about people living with acute pain and suffering because our opioid drug amounts are being reduced. And uh, he goes on to inform me how to get in touch with him, and he's quite happy to tell his story. And I see that again and again and again, Barry. 
people are, I, I hope they're ready to, to fight back. I know many people are terrified, and it really is a terrifying situation. And if I say to you that, and I mentioned this to our callers or our listeners earlier, I received an email from a man who said the pain, his pain is like he has nerve damage in his face. It's like somebody taking a, a, a clothing iron and heating it to the maximum and ramming it against his face 24 hours a day. Yeah, it's uh, it's a sad situation, Roya, and uh, it, and and like I say, what what they're doing is wrong. And this this thing with these morphine equivalents is is a myth, and it's all made up too because there's there's no standard out there that they can actually calculate the proper equivalencies uh, to get the proper medication. And and there's nothing wrong with 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 fentanyl as long as it's done as as Marty is doing it, obviously, and he's had success with it. And and I chuckle, like like 25 micrograms of of the fentanyl patch, basically, is well over that 90 mil, that 90 milligram equivalency of morphine anyway. So so he's at 25 micrograms, he's probably not going to get much control, basically, from his situation over the years. So he's he's right out there, uh, never never land right off the bat. And and uh, so the myths that they put out there about these things, they. Uh, it, it's, it's just mind-boggling at times. It's uh, quite frankly, it, uh, it's kind of a fraud. Yeah. How often do you hear the word suicide? Well, just about from everybody you talk to, they all have, all, almost all of them have, have plans within their uh, within their lives. If if things get worse or or they have to go back to where they were at one time, suicide is a reality. And 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 studies show that basically as well. The the, the rate is, is is much higher than than the normal uh, uh, population. And and the really sad part about it, when it comes to chronic pain patients, when they commit suicide, it's not a call for help. It's a means for them of of pain management. And and most of those cases, it's not uh, you know help me out later on. They're successful the first time. So that's that's uh, it's sad. It's the only way they can think of to end the pain is to end their lives. It's horrid. Yep. I want you, Barry, just have a listen to this question and answer with, uh, with the minister. Dr. Philpott, why is all the talk from governments about painkillers instead of pain? You do know that people who take painkillers, uh, people who take opioids, do it just to make life tolerable. Well, I think that's a fantastic point, and uh, I think you're absolutely right that uh, uh, it's a fair point that the conversation needs to be around the pain and recognizing that when people do take uh, substances that uh, are used for controlling pain, it's because they have pain, sometimes uh, physical, sometimes psychological, but uh, the pain is uh, certainly should be a central theme to this conversation. What kind of answer was that, Barry? Well, I, I think I know the question was uh, fantastic, but what about the answer? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think she's right. The the pain should should come about, but I I think the first thing I would say is is I I kind of move away from the word painkillers because right away that that's a pejorative. So there, it's pain relievers mm-hmm. to, for people who are using them, basically. But 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 it's amazing that she would she would indicate that sure pain should be a focus. Yet she spent over six hundred thousand dollars on on sponsoring these guidelines, which will do basically nothing for anybody. Instead of putting it into education, you know, Roy, we have seventeen teaching facilities in this country, and not one of them have an organized curriculum on teaching new med, med students about what pain is and how to deal with it and, and do things of that nature. So why didn't she spend the six hundred thousand dollars on 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 something of that nature? 
I mean, we, we're not spending our, our medical dollars wisely, especially when it comes to pain. It, it's just wrong, and I think it's time. And, and as, as we all know, Dr. Our, uh, Minister Philpott is, is a medical doctor herself, basically. But uh, And they take an oath, but obviously some, something's been missed along the way. Well, I said to her last weekend, I'm sure you know these words, first, do no harm. The first word from the words from the Hippocratic Oath. I also asked Dr. Philpott how well she would sleep if she knew that pain patients had committed suicide because the government of Canada, backed by researchers, um, drove them to it. How well would you sleep? That's in there somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's in there somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, Barry, one final question for you. What do, what, are the, uh, what do politicians say to you when you meet with them, and you meet with them fairly regularly, health ministers? Is it worth your time? Oh, sure. You, you hear the same, same thing from all of them, basically, that, uh, you know, they, they uh, uh, feel the situation and they want to do something about it, but they're more interested, I think, in, in uh, looking like they're doing something for the other aspect of, of the overdosing, yeah. which has nothing to do with, with... So they have an agenda. They haven't got a clue what they're doing. The pain patient is expendable whether or not they commit suicide. Um, that's the only thing I can come up with when you, when you write them off. Or you use some sort of throwaway line. Well, try something else. Try, you know, there's there's different options. Like in the guidelines, you know, they say, well, here's what we'll do. We'll get a team together. We'll have a nurse practitioner, a doctor. We'll have a kinesiologist. We'll have a, a chiropractor. We'll have this and this and this and this and this. We live in a country where four million people don't have a family doctor. I've said this a million times. How are you going to put a, pl- a team like that together in Canada? When I spoke to the editor of the guidelines, he said essentially, well, yeah, you're you're right. It's impossible. So. There yeah, you, well, you hit the nail right on, on the head, Roy. That's, you know, uh, it's, it's like Roy would like to have a yeah. brand-new $400,000 Ferrari, but pfft, it's yeah. impossible. Yeah. i got to go, uh, Barry. It's just amazing. Thanks yeah. for all you do. We'll have you back on the show. Thanks, Barry. Good talking to you. Take care. All the best. Barry Ulmer is the executive director of the Chronic Pain Association of Canada. My number is 1-800-263-2428. one 800 263-2428. Let's conclude talking about chronic pain today and the doctors and the politicians who are engaged in the chronic pain agenda. You're not hearing this stuff anywhere else, I don't think. Just here. 1-800-263-2428 is my number. Are you living with chronic pain? Are you living with chronic pain? Do you take opioids that are prescribed to you by a doctor? Are you scared? Has your doctor already said to you, we're going to have to come cut back? 1-800-263-2428. You don't have to give us even your name if you don't want to. It's perfectly fine. Are you living with chronic pain? And are you scared? 800-263-2428.